Don't fuck this up, Dave. Oh, that's the way I want. I believe that Dungeons and Dragons is a direct quote from the pit of hell. Set phases to question. Right, well, let's come back to that. Leave it with me and I'll come up with a fucking pithy title for it. All right, welcome to Dungeon Punks. This is some additional content because it's the middle of a pandemic and we really haven't got anything else we should be doing. I mean, we have. We have, yeah. I, I mean, there's much, I'd rather be sat on my arse, quite frankly, doing anything but this. But um, here we are, nonetheless, trying to give you good listeners some content to entertain your drab, dismal, fucking banana bread baking lives. Always <laughs> um, comes uh, back to banana bread. You no, know, I've, I've actually made two of them. Anyway, um, it's the thing. It's me, Nathan Bean. Uh, to my left, I've got well, someone pick left. Well, me, I'll pick left. You go Something on. Like... You're left. You're left, Dave. David Ager. To the left, it's David Ager. To my right, that leaves the one and only Mr. Mark Boardman. Mr. Mark Boardman. It's quite difficult to get the physical cues when you can't actually see us pointing at each other or kind of yeah, no. <laughs> giving a little nod or like kicking yeah. someone to get them off their fucking phone or whatever. Um, so, anyway, here we are. We're doing this thing where um, we're going to basically right before the last episode that we recorded that isn't up yet. Um, Aga put a thing out on um, Instagram or, or what have you and uh, asked listeners questions, which is a thing we like to do from time to time. Anyway, I guess a lot of people are bored because there was an abundance of questions, um, yeah, some, is, some of which I will not be dignifying with an answer. Um, <laughs> and um, we decided we'd make an additional little podcast um, to answer those questions and you know, riff on any other rubbish we've got knocking around. Bullshit. Am I missing anything? No, I think oh. that's about it. Yeah. Is that good enough? So what do you want to get straight into the meat of it? Oh, meat and potatoes. Meat and potatoes. Ooh, lovely. The Frey Bentos. Oh, I love a Frey Bentos. You know what? I've had that Frey Bentos uh, cheese and onion affair, and it's a waste of fucking time. Oh, interesting. What? The don't... one in the, in the can, like? They're all in the can. Frey Bentos don't yeah, do anything yeah. outside of the can. You oh, do. They, do. They, do no, they do normal corned beef as well, don't they? What? Yeah, yeah, they do tins of, they do tins of corned beef as well. Oh, Just okay. Well, sorry, yeah. what I meant was the actual pie. Like the yeah, 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 yeah. Wet-topped. Yeah, yeah. Wet, wet topped, um... yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's always wet, isn't it? They look so hanging when you take them out of the tin. And also, yeah, you bugger up your tin opener opening those bastards as well. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Um, what what did everyone have for tea tonight? Um, what do you have? Pasta bake. Pasta bake? Yeah. Oh, so fucking we've got an Italian in our midst. <laughs> <laughs> One of the Sopranos is here. Hey. <laughs> hey. <laughs> hey. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I had, uh, what do you have in your pasta bake, though? Tuna in there? We had sausages. What? What kind of Because I'm a ruddy bloke. Um, beef. 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 Nice beef. Beef sausage. Beef sausage, Beefy. 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 I forgot about that joke. I have to try and splice him in. Um, yeah. <laughs> um what else? Um, did you have that? Any garlic bread? No garlic bread, nah. Nothing nothing with it. No pudding, really. Fundamental. Che- and uh, che- cheese on top. That was all right. All right. So, nice. um, yeah, aside Good from enough. that. What did you, what, what did you have, Bordy? I, uh, I, I went to Aldi, got me a little shopping for the week. 
Oi, hang on, I'm going to cut in here because the people, the people need to know about this. Bordy, right? <laughs> fucking key worker that he is. He's he's planning roads and um, hacking away at Green Belt Land just to keep you <laughs> people from sort of traveling back, keep tra- traveling back and forth. So once this you know nightmare is all over, you can get back into sitting in the traffic jams and stuff. And Bordy's the man designing those for you. So he's working down in a little a hamlet that I presume will be tarmacked over very shortly. Yeah, that's um, nice and um, he, so yeah, he he's away from from wife and family, and he's cooking his own little meals in uh, in his little in his little bedsit on his baby hey. bell cooker. Yeah, and <laughs> and uh, we've been enjoying some of the uh, little salads and things he's been making. He <laughs> poxy little salads and like you know because he fancies himself as a bit of a bit of a foodie. He, he reckons he's not, but he does come out with a lot of old toss from time to time. So please. <laughs> Please, chef, tell me what <laughs> what, what you've been up to. <laughs> that we went to Aldi. I got um, we got little uh, little trays of uh, like chicken in you know, like marinated with, and it comes with like onions and peppers and shit like that. So yes, I got, yes. I got the chicken tikka korma one tonight and fried it up Excellent. on the uh, fried it up on the uh, on the old uh, the baby bell. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> little two stove. I, yeah. I you probably won't remember these, but it's like when you were, it was like what single men used to have in it. Yeah, yeah, Bachelor pad. Yeah. Tried that, got it, got it nice and charcoaly on the, uh, on the, on the, um, in the frying pan with no oil in it. And then, toasted some naan bread. You burnt it then? Yeah. No, no, no. He's trying, no, to, make, no, he's trying to make it sound like he's got a charcoal. Got a, got a charcoal finish on it. No, you just didn't put any fucking lube on it, mate. Oh, oh my God! When he burns toast, he's trying. <laughs> he's got a charcoal finish. Oi! And then made a bit, made a bit of tzatziki to go with it. Add that. I'm numbered. Open the, open the pot. <laughs> I made me all. Wow, this is fantastic. Um, yeah. oh, Scott, Scott Chegg on top. <laughs> Pork pie side slices. I, I did get, I did get, a, I did get a six pack of uh, mini Milton Mulberry to let me in the cow in the way. I bet he was throwing them up into the air and catching them in his mouth like a trap. Yeah, just... like yeah, like it, like a grape. Henry the fucking eighth over there. Like um, I had. What did I have? Um, I finally figured out how to cook tofu and make it bearable. Oh. Yeah, no, I know. I'm not That's a fan. Yeah. Nah, it's all right. If you chuck yeah, it in when cold... Tofu, when tofu's good, it's good. Like, real yeah. good. I've nailed it. You know when you get like that nice salt and pepper, like a salt and pepper tofu? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's crispy, and it's actually yeah. got a bit of flavour to it. I've, I've sort of Charcoal. sussed it out. You what, sorry? Charcoal finish, Charcoal. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I had that, and I made some sort of fried rice affair. It's pretty good, actually. Um, but then I, I'm still hungry now, so I just had a... I found a little frozen burrito in the fridge, in the freezer, so oh, I've right. eaten that. And um, you're gonna, boy, you're gonna love this, all right. So my neighbour, he comes over the other day, and he, he's a good bloke, but he, he jumps on a fad worse than you, worse Whoa. than he, worse. He puts you two to fucking shame when it comes to a fad. He's one of them guys who's like, yeah, uh, craft beer, uh, yeah. I, I bought him a massive bag of tea bags because he bought me a load from um, Costco when we were running low to return a yeah. favour. I bought, I bought him a load back. So there you go, mate. It's five hundred. Um, uh, you know Yorkshire tea bags. It cost me quite a good chunk of change. And he says, "Oh, don't drink tea." I'm like, why not? 
So why not? There's a fucking sack here. Look, it's just, I, I, I was hefting it over the road like a you know, sack of potatoes. And um, he goes, oh, I don't drink. I, I only drink coffee. I sort of brew, brew me out. You know, it was one of them. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, I said, no, I went, oh, of course you do. Of course you brew coffee. Um, anyway, he, he knocks up the other day and he says, oh, I've, uh, I've made you a sourdough loaf. Oh god! <laughs> now I I didn't realise until today that this is because this is, this is something of a, a pandemic uh, trope, isn't it? People making yeah. sourdough bread. Um, I just thought I I regard it as Marks and Spencer's bread. You know, like posh stuff. You, when you go to Marks yeah, and Spencer, yeah, yeah. I go, oh, I love that. It looks nice. A bit of spread or whatever. Um, anyway, tips up and gives it me. I was like, look, I sort of looked at it and I was like, well, do you want money for it or something? He's like, no, no, I made it. Yeah, try it. So it was still warm. It was fucking well nice. Like I've given full credit. I lashed the whole loaf in a you know cut in a day comfortably. Um, Good job with it. Um, just just bar mate, bit of lure pack on there. It was fucking nice. Bit of fucking lurpy. I love a bit of lurp. Yeah, and no, I think sometimes that's enough, isn't it? Um, what would you have suggested, Dave? Same, same again, mate. Lure pack. I once yeah. ate a whole loaf of bread with uh, with lure pack while I went to go get the new Harry Potter book <laughs> in about two. <laughs> what a fucking day! This is when I was nineteen and. Grossly overweight, and um, yeah, I, did, I lashed the whole loaf in approximately two hours. It was a big, how, the full size Moisten's Tiger Loaf. How far did you get with the book? Uh, probably finished it that weekend, really. I tanned it, yeah. I did, obviously, I, well, I, I don't think we were, I don't know when it was, it must have been no, before Rotten Hell, just before Rotten Hell, I guess. Yeah, I mean, I've known you since you were what, 17 or something, so yeah, I think that it was sounds about before right. I joined Rotten Hell, so uh, I didn't, didn't have much else to do. Um, <laughs> apart from eat full loaves of bread and read Harry Potter yeah yeah so now I'll be the same as you mate just lash a load of salty butter on it lovely yeah it's the way to go isn't it um, anyway yeah. so he brought that over um, I lashed it and I says to him that was very nice and I know nothing about the art of making bread alright it's, it's uh, Warburton's tiger but I'll, I'll eat it all it makes yeah. me go fat but and, and shit but I like it um, anyway tips up again with this little jar like you know like start, one of, a little starter mate Little starter mix in there. Oh, and I said, so I looked at him and I said, "What's this here?" And he goes, oh, "It's starter bread." And I looked at it and I said, oh, "I can't spread any lower back on that. It's liquid, mate. What am I going to do? Fucking do with this?" He says, "No, no. You put it on the on the mantelpiece or whatever, and let yeah, the sun yeah. get to it. And it, 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 yeah, it starts." Yeah, so yeah, I'm looking at it. I'm wait. I've had it growing there for. <laughs> You're looking at it. I imagine you just sat there looking at it. I'm looking at it, going any minute now. I'm expecting a, a loaf of bread. To a pop loaf out. to pop out. Yeah. It, just yeah. goes, it just goes. Ping. Yeah. There it is. Thanks so much. No, and that's so it's, it's, I feel like it's. He told me that I just have to keep topping it up, and I'll never ever run out of bread. Run out. So yeah, yeah. I, I don't know if I feel like a Jack and a Beanstalk here. <laughs> I don't know if I'm giving him a, giving him me cow, and he's giving me a jar of bread. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there you go, mate. It's, <laughs> You'll never it's run living, out of bread. Living, yes, yeah, it's, it's a living, it's a bacteria, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, so anyway, yeah, yeah. I'm looking yeah, at it now. I made pizza out of it. You are? I make pizza out of it. Pizza dough. Serious? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sourdough pizza. Oh yeah. It smells. I've got. I mean, I, I topped it up with flour and water, and yeah. he that says was, it smells like brewing beer a little bit, doesn't it? It does. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. It's just ferment, it's fermentation, is it? So it's the same process as. Uh, I'm going to drink that. I mean, I like bread, but I don't know if I could drink it like a bread, <laughs> a bread smoothie. Is it? <laughs> I mean, put it in a protein shaker, take it to the gym. Understand <laughs> What you got in there, mate? That's just a loaf. <laughs> That's the one thing that I don't yeah, really just, a, just a loaf of large uh, extra thick toasty. 
eat two slices of ham and a bit of pickle with it. And it's so it's good mighty, mighty white before you do an hour on treadmill. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So anyway, that's what I've got on the go. I mean, I'll, I'll send you a picture of it when it grows. Um, I'm into that. I don't know. I think I probably shouldn't have put as much in there as I did because I wanted to. Okay. I, like a triffid. <laughs> Keep, keep Frank away from it. It's going to make me go blind, is it? Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Um, do, you know that me and Dave, do you know that me and Dave are well into kombucha? What is that? That's like, that's the same sort of thing. It's like a living drink. Oh, my <laughs> God. Yeah, yeah. It's got like... like, it's got like what, is, that like is that like the band Living Colour? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Vernon Reed's <laughs> Living Bread. <laughs> So basically, what I'm saying to you, Bordy, is now that I've got a jar of bread, I'm taking your title as of bread man. Of, uh, <laughs> <laughs> call me, you can call me Judge Bread. That's what this podcast is going to be. <laughs> there you go. All right, perfect. Yeah, yeah, we'll all right. Bread. All right. Yeah. On that note, should we, um, should we try and some of these questions? Yes, yeah, please. Um, all right, Who's, you've got them, so you read them. Um, I'll, 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 I'll take them off the list. Some of them, unfortunately, a lot of the ones that actually apply to things that the podcast is supposed to be about. <laughs> I, have, I haven't got the foggiest idea how to respond to. Unfortunately, um, yeah, this is the other thing we should probably tell people is you may have noticed from the last podcast, the other two on here, and the other two are the only ones who actually, well, not Paul, we don't have fuck all, but uh, Connor remembers the rules and he knows about like army lists and things like that. Um, so if you actually want any, you know, like insight, you shout a lot because three of us don't know what we're fucking doing, do we? Talking talk about talking about liquid bread. What do we know about? What do we know about anything? Well, insight. This is we're gonna hit. We're gonna hit with a strong question, all right, to get us warmed up. Go for it. So we got the first question up is um, from from Stephen <laughs> Kilchin. Um, yeah. Favorite curry. Oh, mate. Big, oh, big. Question. I'm gonna jump. Go on. Um, Oh, go on. Uh, I'm, ass- I'm assuming you're going to say butter chicken. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> okay, hell. I never want to see that ever. I, remember that? Oh, my oh, God. Right. 80 quid's worth of bed. butter yeah. chicken. That was so <laughs> Remember it. I'm still paying the direct debit for it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell. Oh, that, was else, that was something else, wasn't it? Isn't it? I, have you- to go, I have to go and wash dishes up at that curry house now just to play yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> and when you just ended up just throwing them all in the bin? I had, well, there's only so many butter chickens one man can eat, and I had like three or four, that's, but no. That's zero. Just, just for oh, the, the listener at home, basically, we're doing a, I think it was a D&D night or yeah. Yeah, pod, and we ordered curry using a um, popular takeaway delivery application on the phone. <laughs> Nathan, while ordering, instead of putting one butter chicken, accidentally put ten butter chicken. <laughs> <laughs> wouldn't have been an issue if butter chicken didn't end up being possibly the worst thing on yeah, the menu. Yeah. Imagine like a chicken tikka, but then someone takes eight tablespoons of margarine and mixes oh, it in. Oh, it was fuck. fucking gopping, wasn't it? It was hanging. Mate, it was absolutely horrible. Hanging. Yeah. It looked like it looked like a load of crap lasagnas, didn't it? I couldn't believe yeah, it I opened yeah. my box. I was like, what? who ordered all these? And I looked at my thing, and I was like, oh, me. Oh, yeah, that was you then. That's a rough ride. <laughs> oh, man alive. Anyway, go on. So what's your actual choice? I think it depends where you're going, doesn't it? If I'm going to be that guy, going to be that guy, you know what I mean? Depends. If you're going to go to your local takeaway, for me, it's a chicken madras. Right. You're just going to the local takeaway. You know what I mean? But if you're going to go to like like a rice and free or an at bars, 
awesome a lot. It's different, isn't it? You don't just yeah. get some off the, off the westernized menu. You get like a like a Desi Apna style. You know what I'm saying? Just answer the question, Mark. <laughs> Chicken tikka madrasa from getting it from the takeaway. <laughs> okay. What about you? What about you, Iger? Like a doll, mate. Like a little oh, doll. Yeah. Yeah, I love doll, mate. If it's when it's good, it's fucking incredible. It's just it's hard to find one that's good, but when it is, it's on another level. Like sir, just fucking banging. Good dolls, yeah. I, I find it when it's crap, it's watery, and I can't fuck around with that. When it's crap, I mean? it's horrible. Yeah. yeah, it needs to have a little bit of, bit of texture to it. Mine is um, like I said, Mark. I'll go if we go somewhere or out about Birmingham, Bradford, wherever we go. I'll try the speciality of the house or, or, yeah. or whatever is there suggesting you know that the chef's yeah, if you go to bolly you get a bolly don't you if you go to birmingham exactly you know you, yeah, you yeah. have their thing it's respect it's, it's being courteous is what it is this is this is a personal problem i have where you might go to a curry house and you always have some anchor orders off the english menu if, if, uh, you're gonna, if you're ordering off the english menu in a curry you're a fucking racist all right if you're gonna, if you're gonna be from sheffield that's your fault if you're from Sheffield, first of all, I know you won't pay your share of the bill. And secondly, <laughs> you're order off the English menu. And I'm not fucking having it. Like, t- take this as a warning, listeners. Don't fuck around with that. If you're going to go to a curry house, have a curry, all right? Don't have scampion chips. Or, oh, I'll, I'll, I'll just have a, oh, no, nah, can I just have some chips, please? Basically, we're not mates. So you should oh. stay in your house. All right? You're an embarrassment is what you are. Um, you wouldn't even order... Obviously, you wouldn't order omelette in a curry house or in like no. a, in a Chinese or anything. I can't even think of any restaurant in the universe, apart from maybe some US restaurants, where you'd even order an omelette, especially oh. not in England. Where the fuck oh. would you go and pay seven pounds? No chance. No chance. I, occasionally, Dave, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw this out there. Occasionally, I'll have an egg foo young, a mushroom foo young from the Chinese. If it's a Chinese omelette, it does smell a lot like jism, but um. <laughs> uh, from time to time, I like that, but you know, I'm a, I'm a kind of, uh, you know, I'm a pretty broad-minded guy. Um, but not often. Sometimes, if it's, I'm just feeling a bit delicate, I have to have something a little bit lighter. Um, but what I was get very often. What's your curry uh, house do? What's your curry house go to then? Curry house go to. Um, if it's my local uh, garlic chili chicken, every time that is Shall a I? fantastic dish. Um, although I'm going to try not to eat too much meat, they do a, a different one, which is a potato and uh, ah. Potato and mushroom affair, which is which is really good. But when I'm eating the meat, it's uh, garlic chili chicken and a nice side of pilau rice. I have these other things that are like um, uh, aubergine, like eggplant. But in, you in, have in, that, in, don't you? Yeah, 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 I fucking yeah. I love that. It's really nice. Uh, I love that. Like a little and, eggplant, uh, like a little battered eggplant, isn't it? Yeah, a little battered eggplant. I'll have a, I'll have that, and sometimes I'll have a nice garlic naan to mop it all up with. Thank you. So love much. A, I love a garlic naan. We said, what we said about what's the chapati situation though? What we said about chapatis? Oh, oh like chapati. You gotta get two chapatis, don't you? Two you get three. Ones. At our Ooh. place, the Indian spice, you yeah. get three chapatis with that with that particular curry. So when I order it, I get the three chapatis gratis, but then I also get a garlic bread side, uh garlic naan bread side. So I've got because the thing is it's a very saucy curry. Yeah, yeah, so, so you need moppage, don't you? Yeah, you need, you, moppage. you need moppage because I, when I get the rice, I split that with my missus, so I'm not getting a full rice portion. See what I mean? And You don't need a full rice portion, you're mental. No. It's floating. It's, no one needs that. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's too absorbent. It's only their curry, curry in it to, like, yeah, to provide exactly. like, something for the sauce to cling onto. That's right. Let the curry, let the sauce breathe. You don't need to be mopping, you know, it's like chucking sawdust on sick, you know, when you're at school. Don't need to do that. I to get that. Oh. Get that. So that's going, isn't it? Yeah. 
Exactly. Two Go on, sorry, Dave. I was going to say, can I change my answer for the favourite curry? Yeah. Um, I forgot. My favourite curry is mango lassi. I was going to say that to you. I was going to say that because I was a little surprised that you went with uh, the Darwin mango lassi. Is obviously your go-to guy. Yeah, it's good because you don't need don't need any rice. Comes the yeah. cups. You just a mess. No knife and fork. You just pour it straight down your throat. You I definitely saw you mop it up with a, a Peshwari naan, though, Dave. Yeah. I've seen, I've seen that. <laughs> I saw a smart drink. I saw a smart drink one for a seat kebab. So we do what? Drink a mango lassi for a seat kebab, using it as a straw. That, that is straw. fucking repulsive. Yeah. Used to call it meat straw, and just used. To and drink. I mean, look at him now. Who's he fucking kidding? Do you know um, what I mean? Is it this fucking this fucking smart? He's got the audacity to come out to come out of all this like airy fairy. Oh, I like this. I'm a I'm a gentleman. I eat. I, I read seven pound uh, magazines about um, ties or whatever it is he's into. This is a man who drank lassie through a meat straw. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you you fooling no one, John Smart. Fucking agree. absolute <laughs> savage. Be what he's you got, are. And he's got coronavirus. Has he? Americans. Mm, what's happened? Is his head swollen up? Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> if that's the case, he's had coronavirus as long as I've known him. <laughs> his glasses have turned pink. <laughs> <laughs> what, wow. are about, what are you saying about a Peshwari Nam, Dave? I love it, mate. Because yeah, you so. use it for the curry and then you've got pudding after as well. You yeah, save after, exactly. don't you? Oh, yeah. It's it like a dessert, isn't it? So, I mean, I don't personally. No, I had a bad experience with one of those, and I, so I've sort of swerved them for a long time. Um, I also equate Peshwari Nance with a particular member of the hardcore scene that I despise. Uh, so, no, thank you. But um, I'm glad you enjoy it. Peshwari. Right, well, curries. I say, what? Where are we putting them in the food list? Number one. Oh. Mm, it's top top three. Yeah. Top three. I I think... Number one, but it'd probably be it'd be battling for number two, definitely. Because sometimes you go, oh, I really want a pizza, and sometimes you want a Chinese, and sometimes you want a curry. Sometimes you want a fry up, you know what I mean? I don't it's know. And sometimes you want a fry bentos. Um, <laughs> it's hard to know. choose which meal you want to end your life early. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, reckon we, I reckon we've eaten more curries than we have any other food. Yeah, any other, any other takeaway food? Yeah, I think so. I remember there was, there was once when I was working on site near a place called the Roger and Cheetah Mill. Uh, I had curry for uh, every day for four weeks. Bloody hell! Yeah, fucking brilliant. Not on. That's, I mean, that's pretty impressive, to be honest. Smart used to smart used to go to this and that. Every day he used to walk in and didn't used to ask him what he wanted. He used to put it on the plate as when he walked in the door. <laughs> nice. That's when you know you've landed. All right. When you can walk in and say usual, you, you haven't even got to say anything. Like they know what you have. That's that's cool. That's like, I imagine that's like, you, you, you know, when your dad used to go into the bar and they had his own, like, tankard hanging up on a uh, yeah. on a peg or, like, you know, walk in and the barman goes, usual, Steve. Lovely. Uh, yeah. Really nice. Right, I'm going to keep this question train moving. Cause, um, yeah, we, we're bogging down there. Come on, crack on. Right, next we're going to move into some, I'm going to mix it up with actual question to the podcast so a question from jonathan jeffrey trask um asking, j double j jj okay yeah nice one jt um <laughs> to trask um have you guys uh good one this actually have you guys played pathfinder uh, <laughs> <laughs> what do you like slash dislike compared to fifth edition i'll take this one lads um no. i have played pathfinder as it goes um a few times 
it was my reintroduction to role playing and it was a good time. I couldn't tell you anything specific about the rule set that has made any great difference to me. I enjoyed it. It was a nice time. Uh, had a good DM at the time. And uh, yeah, but both occasions I've played it, it was wonderful. Um, the only reason I've gone back to D&D is because it, it, it seems to have surpassed Pathfinder in popularity. I'm not usually one for playing what everyone else is into. Converge effect. We've talked about this a lot of times. But um, I don't know. It's cool, isn't it? It's easy peasy. That's all I've got for you, mate. Sorry, JJ. Can't give you anything more than that. It's um, Is that the same game that I played in, mate? Yeah, that's the one. We played that. And I, I played it again with um, some fellas at local uh, games club. But it, I, to me, I, I, I can't really give you a great deal of insight into the mechanics or what, what works better or what doesn't, simply because I don't pay attention to any of that shit. Um, I don't. I, don't. <laughs> I, I usually sit down and someone tells me what's going on and I go, yeah, this is cool. I'm going to jump off the fucking, I don't know, flight of stairs and split this guy in half with a katana. That's kind of how, can I do that in your game? Yes, then your game's the best. Well done. I think we're definitely the wrong pe- people to ask just because the system, when we look at a system, pretty much we just look at the setting and stuff like that, don't we? We, we it, it rules. It, it, we're just not interested in the mechanical side of it. Well, I'm not anyway. I go to the weapon, I go weapons page. I go weapons page. Level. <laughs> I just, I don't, even, I don't even look at the setting because half the time we, we, you know, we make up our own shit, don't we? I, uh, I tell you, I tell you what, to, to riff on that a little bit more, I will say that having played Dungeon Crawl Classics, I like that system more simply because it seems a lot more stripped down, bare bones, old school, and there's not not skills, there's none of these other things. You develop incrementally from peasant to hero, whereas when you're building characters in D&D and Pathfinder, you're selecting skills and blah, 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 blah. You know, you've got like a definite intention. Um, I think the game game they're playing in game you played in dcc would be totally different to the game you play in pathfinder though wouldn't you because yeah. you, you, it's like a it's like a, a quick hit thing where pathfinder is one of those games like dnd where you would potentially be using that character for six months a year 10 years 20 years mm. uh, yeah dungeon core classics you're looking at two or three sessions at the most like life is cheap your, your, your character can your, the thing is you, you start off as like a, a peasant or what have you but you can reach level six or something yeah uh, you know you, you can get tough you you know you can uh, increase as a character, so I think you can get tougher, and you know you. But instead of like uh, choosing all these different options you have for D and D and Pathfinder, you they do it in the sense of like your barbarian, uh, wizard, elf, dwarf. But those are your classes. You don't get to pick all these different races and have different traits and whatnot. It's really sort of fundamental, and that appeals to me somewhat because it's just less writing and sort of bookkeeping. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's, it's super popular in the US, isn't it, Pathfinder? Like. It, it, it competes well with D&D, I think, better than it does in England. Although, with England, too. Yeah, when we played Pathfinder, Nate, that was before 5th edition came out, wasn't That's it? right. That's what, it was when they were still doing, like, when Dungeons & Dragons was still like that, like a tactical tabletop game on it, and that's why. Dungeons & Dragons went from, uh, Dungeons & Dragons one of three, right, to, which was widely regarded as, that was the one everyone had fun playing. And then when it went to four, it shifted, and that's when it lost all of its appeal. And that's why you have Pathfinder, because Pathfinder is essentially Dungeons and Dragons three point five. It was made by people, made by people who, you know, how when everyone kicked off about what a fancy battle finishing and Age of Sigma happening. Um, well, this is c- kind of similar-ish, not really, where TSR or Wizards, whoever it was who, who runs it at the time, changed the format entirely, and everyone was like, "No, nah, fuck that. We're going to do our own thing that's like the thing oh, yeah. we liked." And that's where so Pathfinder is essentially no different than 
you know, Dungeons Dragons third edition. Um, and then D and D, the reason D and D fifth is popular is because it basically took path made Pathfinder. Pathfinder to, yeah, it, made yeah do you know what I mean? It's like they, they sort of took from each other, and that's why I feel a bit tight with Pathfinder because that was like a fan thing that got good. Then then D and D realized they stuffed it up and, and yeah, just turned the multi million pound <laughs> yeah. franchise it, around. It, yeah. Exactly. I would. I mean, I'd probably play Pathfinder against them. I, mean, I quite liked it. I had a good time when I did it, but I don't really see any need to because I already don't play a game that's like Pathfinder, you know. So, yeah. anyway, I hope that answers your question. You ever played it, Dave? I played that. Huh, that game. Uh, well met, fair man. Oh yeah, no, you played <laughs> it. That was it. Yeah, you yeah, played yeah. it around my house, didn't you? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was it. Didn't feel any different, did it? Really? Then. What was the one that you played? What was the one that you played? You and you and um. Actually, it might play in Nate's kit time. That was Dungeon. <laughs> that was D and D three uh, point five. Oh, was it right? Nate pretended <laughs> that he wasn't into D and D and sat in your room. <laughs> I wasn't. <laughs> into... No, no. I mean, ah, no, 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 no. There is no possibility. No, I'm not having this because you were living with Mike. I'm not having this. Like oh, I was into D and D, just not your D and D. Yeah, oh, I, 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 I tell you what, it. I couldn't hack it, Dave. It just seemed too intense. Like, what, what, it was, it was too intense. Having lived with Mike, for his, I knew full well what he was like. And knowing you, as I do, you wouldn't be like, at that, certainly at that time, you didn't have the kind of like um, uh, the forthrightness to go, Mike, you this is fucked up. Sure. Yeah, yeah, this is fucking, so you would just rather endure it so she didn't hurt anyone's feelings. And obviously I can't, oh, that's not me. Uh, so <laughs> I just didn't want to get involved with it, um, which it is a shame. It was definitely an insurance. I came in a couple of times to put the kettle on or what have you, and I definitely enjoyed how awkward the whole fucking thing was. Um, so, yeah, well done. <laughs> you, you, came, you came in at one point, and Mike was doing this insane Cockney policeman's accent. He was. I just, I, and you, I, remember, I remember specifically you going and putting the kettle on and just giving me a look of the <laughs> deepest pity. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah, I know, I do remember, because I thought, I was thinking, you're in here for the night, mate. I'm off to bed. <laughs> Better settle in. Um, did you enjoy it? Did you enjoy it, though, Dave? <laughs> I, don't think, I don't think so, no. He, he looked like someone was banging bamboo splinters under his fingernails. <laughs> yeah. Brutal. Oh, well, poor old Dave. But, you know what, fair play, you came back around, didn't you? Had another go, and that's fucking cool, so... Right, what have we got next? Okay, let's um, let's pick something to actually answer properly. Um, next, we've got uh, let's have one from Little uh, Death asks: um, You have to either <laughs> eat either chocolate that tastes like shit, or shit that tastes like chocolate. That Gav Scouse, isn't it? Yeah. Jesus Christ. Uh, I would, I would eat, I would eat shit that tastes like chocolate. Yeah, me I'd too. Eat, That's the obvious answer, isn't it? I'd eat, I'd eat chocolate that tastes like shit because then I'm still eating chocolate, whereas you two are eating shit. <laughs> yeah, but you're. But if everyone is... tastes like the reason people get grossed out by eating shit is because it's so because funny. it's shit. No, because it's shit. Not not because it because of what it tastes like. Because you don't know because it's actually shit. Because if I've I've had chocolate that's horrible, fucking horrible chocolate, but I'd rather eat that than shit that tastes nice. <laughs> If, shit like, if my own shit tastes like dairy milk, I'd probably eat oh, my own shit. No, you wouldn't, because it'd kill you. If my shit tastes like dairy milk, I wouldn't be out there. I'd be one of those fat fucks who, like, you know what I mean? You have to, like, t- take, the, take the wall down to, like, get them out of the house and stuff. 
I'm assuming if it tastes, I mean, if it if it tastes like, yeah, I was, obviously I know it would kill me. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's also, yeah. To get too medical, but yeah, I'm, so, I'm sorry. Yeah, because if, if it was shit that tastes like chocolate, it'd just be chocolate, would it? <laughs> I don't know, man. Yeah, I, I, I've got no real big Nothing. feelings about this one way or the other. It's a lose lose situation, isn't it? I'm yeah, trying not to. I, I try not to eat too much chocolate as it is. If it was ice cream, maybe I'd have it. Oh. Yeah, I try to eat too much. I'm not trying to eat too much. Diabetes. Diabetes. Next, we've got um, Brendan from Full Metal RPG. Says, What's up, Brendan? Sound but, off. But, but, Brendan. Who is still playing Warhammer? That's not the end of the question, hey. though. Who's <laughs> still playing Warhammer? Like, actively, not conceptually. What kind of Warhammer are you playing and why? Kings of War ever take root? Explain it and what armies. Yeah, it's okay. gonna be a short fucking answer for you. Be a short answer. <laughs> I think I think the wrong the right people to answer aren't here, unfortunately. Um, yeah, yeah. Conor Conor Polo provides anyone here with an answer? I think I think they're gonna answer it on their little Earth Crisis pod. I'll pass it over, Brendan. None of us are playing Warhammer. None of us have ever and will ever play Kings of War. Um, I bought the Kings of War rule book. Um, Actually, I'm going to renege on that comment. I got the Kings of War rulebook. Um, <laughs> and um, the, the, the concept of it appealed to me. There's certain things I like about it, but I never got around to playing it because, let's be honest, I was never ever really going to. Um, as far as Warhammer goes, I've got a dwarf army and a full dark elf army set upstairs, but uh, they're never going to get played with. They just look cool. Yeah, I played like a few games with my um, the Blood Angels. I just got like 750 points. Um, it's just like really fast, all bolt squads and um, bikes and stuff like that. So it's like really fun to play. Um, I think I'll probably pop that out again if like me and Connor ever fancy it or like I play with Steven again. But aside from that, probably. I haven't really got the time. There's a reason we went from Core Hammer to Dungeon Punks. And one of the reasons is time and like fucking finance. Like, even if at its best you're still laying out cash to get the stuff and time to paint it, let alone the time required to play it, which is never as fun as everyone seems to think it's going to be. Oh, no. Uh, you what, sorry? Agreed. Um, I'll always love the lore and I like the settings and the artwork and all those things. But the actual practical application of, of setting up the table and playing the game, it's just not that fun for me anymore. This, playing RPGs, Finding another use for the miniatures, that's more practical and you can actually capitalize on your gaming time, getting stuff done. Would, would you agree? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, that, that's, I mean, that's, that's the reality. Sometimes it's fun to have a, you know, lay all the miniatures out and see the table set up and have a big old wall. Like, there's times you went down to Warhammer World, it was fucking great. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, I, I feel like that moment's kind of passed. Who's got a weekend to set aside to do, to do that? Not many people. Hell, I've got like so many 40k armies. Yeah, I mean, the stunt stuff you guys are ridiculous. I mean, I'd still play 40k, but I don't like, I don't like the new rule set. I don't know like what they've done to it. Everything's sort of like homogenized all the armies. Yeah, I didn't when when they None changed of them it. Not like anything special, like Tau, Hunter, like fast shooty. I mean, that get steamrolled by cold combat anymore. Just like. Like a space marines, but in big robots. Just yeah, it takes a character away. These yeah. things, doesn't it? Yeah, I think people do think people do think that he seemed to have like 
codexes seem to iron out a lot of the character from a lot of the armies. Mark's just annoyed that he can't sit on the fucking table edge banging everyone out with that big rail gun anymore. Come on. Dickhead. That's cool. Next. <laughs> Next. Shout out, Brendan. Uh, oh, keep going. I, think, I feel I don't always listen to Full Metal RPG. I don't really listen to that many podcasts. I listen to the latest one. And I feel like, have they changed the format a little bit? Slightly, yeah. yeah. Kind of like, and they just kind of seem to be talking about more general RPG topics rather than. Yeah, yeah. Really good, yeah much well. My personal taste is that I much prefer that. Um, there's, there's one that um, there's one that Brendan, Brendan did with uh, Mark Diaz Truman that um, is well worth li- listening to. And what it's called now, but yeah, it's a fucking brilliant episode talking about the concept of a game. That game lives within its own system. Like such okay. a fucking good episode. Real like it's really good, like clever, and, like really insight, in, like incitive. Brendan knows his stuff when it comes to this shit. Like, do you know what I mean? He, he's oh, one of the few, yeah. a few people. Like, if I need to know something, I, you know, I'll go and look see if he's on a podcast on it or something. Do you know what I mean? It's like I listened to that last episode because I've just been catching up on my podcast. Like you say, David, the, I like the varied. It didn't feel like they were belaboring a certain point. Do you know what I mean? He says, "Shut up!" You. Um, it was just good. It was nice. It was fresh. It's only an hour long. He's got some different, you know, voices on there. I, I really enjoyed it. Good work, Brendan. Keep hey. it up. The map. Yeah. The map. The Matt D.S. Truman one's called uh, Holding Environment. The yeah. bonus episode, and it's talking about how um, like D- D&D's not got a very good holding environment, whereas like something like Shadowrun has, because the game mechanics and the game concept work together, whereas D&D doesn't. It's, it's, it's really worth a listen. It's really good. I oh, do you mean um, like the mechanics meshing with the sort of flow with of the, the game? With, yeah, and, uh, yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah. I, I, get, I get that completely. Real, real good listen. I'll, I'll uh, get onto that one. Dungeons Dragons Drac asking, "Let's lock down Scran. He's been tanning blue ribbons. He has, hasn't he? What are we all, what are we all been, what are we all been scranning? Um, I'm eating Ben and Jerry's Netflix and chilled right now. Um, it's been really good. But my is that, um, the, uh, is that the what's the one with um, pretzels in it? It's got it's got salty pretzels. Yeah, that's nice. Peanut butter ice cream. It's all all the things I enjoy. Okay, uh, nice. that, sounds, that sounds fun. That." It's no mate, it's it's really good, uh, very pleasing. Um, as far as the food I've been eating, um, little oh shit, newsflash. Um, I've got some of them Lotus Biscoff biscuits, yes, mate. How good are they? They're all right. I made um, they were part of a recipe. I was making like a b- banana cream pie, uh, for myself, and um, <laughs> Fucking hell. Uh, you know, I get bored, then I? So I was just like, I'll, I'll challenge myself with banana cream pie, and it was fucking wonderful, I might add. But the base was, um, like I mushed up them biscuits with like oh, yeah. some, some butter poured in, you know, melted butter to like bind it. Then you put your banana oh, yeah. cream on the top of it. Um, and I, I only needed eight biscuits for the base, which left me about 12 other biscuits to eat. And uh, I had them yeah. a cup of coffee and they were a fucking champion. So Very well done, I've been eating them. And um, what else have I had? Uh, cheese toasties, quite a lot as well. Ooh, good <laughs> shout. Yeah. I don't even know why that was funny. <laughs> that's what, that's what you have when you're going all day, isn't it? When you sat by the fucking swimming pool, she's toasted from the bar, is it? Is yeah, it? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> she's toasted from the bar. What are they fucking? What, what are they? Can they do? I can she's imagine. Toasted. I can imagine. Um, I can imagine body going to the bar and going, uh, up, uh, senor, have you got? Uh, 
Have you got cheese toasty? Eh, no, senor. Have you got any bread back there? Uh, yes, senor. Any, any, any cheese? Senor, we got a cheese toasty. I'll be over there. It's like, he goes, yeah, can you, and can you serve it in half a coconut? <laughs> I'm on my I'm on my Ollie Bob's wanker. <laughs> See, signore. <laughs> what about you? What are you about you, body? Apart from your little Melton Murbrys, what else have you been telling? Some uh, tunnocks on the go at the minute. What are you what? Uh, He's got what? What's uh, that? Got some tunnocks, sea cakes. Hmm. I've got to be more specific though with tunnocks because they do produce a few different looks, mate. Like yeah, tunnocks. I've got those ones with the jamming. Yeah. <laughs> the, Bob, the Bob Marley ones. Because <laughs> no. they've um, got caramel, caramel wafer as well, haven't they? Is it? That's yeah, the kind got, of classic. That's the classic, really. That's, that's the yeah. fucking... I'm not, I'm, I'm not crazy about tea cake. Because I, I, I tell you what, that's right, Frank. I don't fuck around with mallow. Yeah? Oh, I love mallow, mate. I love it. I'm going to tell you, tell you why. When I, was at school, I'm a, when I was at school, um, I, I walked in one day and obviously my nickname at school was Beanie, Mr. Bean. Yeah, ha-ha. Anyway, I walked in one day and this one lad who was a school bully who I didn't realise. I know, Frank, I'm outraged too. Um, he was with a load of lads and um, someone, someone said something on the lines like, oh, yeah, Mr. Bean or Beanie. And I went, yeah, nice one, mate, you dickhead. Along those lines, I didn't realise it was the hardest kid in the school who then proceeded to grab me by the throat and stuff the Tunnock's tea cake into my ear, <laughs> like smashed it into my ear. I was picking marshmallow out of, yeah. out of my ears. That. Yeah, I'm fucking, so fuck your tea cake and fuck that guy too. Um, yeah. Anyone tried, I, that, um, anyone tried that Percy Pig's ice cream yet? No, not yet, mate. I haven't. Uh, I, I'm gonna give you. A, I'm gonna tan it though at some point. It's just a fucking pain in the ass. I'm secure at Marks and Spencer's, isn't it? Oh uh, yeah, that's true. It's a hard <laughs> not life. The other <laughs> thing I've been. The other thing I've been getting is uh, spicy, uh, spicy salsa and cheetos. That's a good combo. That's good. No, I like that. Into that's that. a good combo. I tell you what, I like as well. Um, lately, when I've been playing online D and D and what have you. Plate of cheese and crackers with a little pickle. Very oh, nice. Yeah. Oh, mate. Oh. Do you know what I mean? Little silver skin. A little silver skin. Make oh. it like a little bit like a little plowman's. Do you know what I mean? And yeah. I, yeah. I have a variety of pickles on there. Um I'll go mustard pickle lily. But I'll also oh, love, go, love it. Love it. I'll also go classic Branston chunky. Oh, oh mate, 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 mate. Yes. Hey, yes now yes. you're talking my tea bags. Yeah. Pop, yeah. pop that on top of your CV Jacobs, a little bit of Lurpak. I'll go for a cheddar, maybe a gouda, depends how I'm feeling, and then Ooh, chuck man. a little bit of pickle on top. So it's uh, it's like a pyramid of fun. You know it? what? I like I like I like the chunky Branston. I also do like as well the the one they did with like the tiny chunk. Yeah, 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 yeah totally. Andy to have in it. Because, a sandwich uh, pickle, sandwich pickle. Yeah. That cool, right? yeah, yeah, sometimes yeah. Sometimes yeah. if you've got thin bread, it, the, the chunks can compromise the, the structure of the bread. So yeah, you need that. You need that. That spreadable sometimes. So the best idea is just to have, just to have both kinds in the fridge at all times. Obviously, going exactly. back. I get. I be prepared, yeah. Dave. Be prepared. Always. It's better. It's it's the same way. Bordy talks about firearms. It's better need it and not have not it. Not have it. Not have it, it. and need it. Need yeah, it. exactly. Right. That's it. Imagine, That's oh, it. imagine that. 
Imagine if you had bullets that were full of fucking Branston. I'd shoot oh, myself I'd every shoot, day. I would, but... I'd shoot myself in the dick. <laughs> yeah, I'd shoot myself in the face. Fuck it, that's why I'm going to die. <laughs> <laughs> it's like off my brain. Branson. Yeah, my brain spread out on the floor. Like, like, is that Branston in his head? What the fuck's going <laughs> off here? <laughs> uh, I've, been, I've been telling basically uh, whatever I've got free at work. So, oh, yeah, well, because you you are you, you are a hero of the people as well, so you get free. I'm an NHS hero that we've been getting fucking loads of donations of boxes of boosts, dairy milk, Kit Kats, oh, fantastic twirls, um, boxes of Seabrooks crisps. Oh, now that's what I'm been, talking about. Been mega, you know, the little variety packs of Kellogg cereals, yes, yeah. getting them in. Yeah, yeah, I took 10 Easter eggs the other day. Fuck off, <laughs> you're it's a hero, funny. Dave. Yeah, well, I think someone did threaten to cut my throat the other day. Well, you know, That's so. Well, yeah, don't worry, Dave. I'll be thinking of you. Come Thursday night, I'll stand outside and applaud you and your fucking I'll, 10 Easter eggs. She'll bang a pan in your <laughs> name. I'll bang baby. a saucepan. <laughs> I'll clap, especially as for you, your fat cum. <laughs> <laughs> well done, Dave. <laughs> well done. I hope you choked up. <laughs> so, yeah, anything, anything I can get my fucking chubby hands on. <laughs> you bring sausage I'm fingers around. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm lashing it in my bag and telling it. I'll tell you what, though, not to take anything away from that, Dave, it's the same, I mean, at our school, um, when I've been in, because also I'm also a key worker, um, trying to get in there, and the thing is, not a lot of kids are turning up because they're scared. So that means school dinner's going to waste. So Ooh, I've been there, you know what I mean? Get a little school dinner in there as well, because normally you have to fucking pay for it, and I'm not about that, but since it's going, I'm, I'm quite friendly with the lady who does the dinners. So, oh, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. She, always, she always gives me a little nod, Nathan. Come down. <laughs> yeah, gives little, just give, yeah, gives you a little nod. Just pop down to the kitchen now. Yeah, exactly. Come in and she So, what you got? She, so what is it today? She, so, say, what, like, she uh, says that to you. What have you got? <laughs> we got to trade. Get the custard, Nathan. <laughs> no, nah, shout out, Linda. Always saw me out. Good girl. Um, anyway, let's move on. Right, <laughs> so we've got. Um, I'm trying to go back to like another. Here we go. Uh, best edition of another question shouldn't be passed to us. We'll, we'll answer it to a degree, but I reckon we pass it on to Paolo and Connor as well to answer it properly. Uh, best edition of Warhammer Fantasy role playing. Number one. Yeah, I've only ever played the first one. That's the I, played only one that I played the first one and the newest one. Were much of a muchness, muchness to me. Um, but I'm just going to go. Yeah, I forgot. Yeah, I forgot you played. Yeah, that. I'm just going to go the original because. Artwork so fucking hard. Like, why would first you one? First one, it's, it's one of the few rule books I've still got. It still looks good. It's the first role playing experience in a group I ever had. So, naturally, right. I'm quite I'm sort of like, um, I warm towards that. Um, artwork pure, pure dungeon punk. That's where the term dungeon punk comes from. You see, um, hold on one second. Let me just uh, get my dog a little snack. Um, so yeah, the artwork is, um, it's it's kind of benchmark in a way. Um, the gameplay itself is, is is as I recall, a little bit more ponderous than it really needs to be. But yeah, yeah, well, it's the, um, it's system, it? yeah, that's right. But once again, I that I had it was you know my, my first um, cooperative experience. I, my, the dungeon master was my science teacher, Mr. Ogie, who was also the same person who made a bomb out of a tin of paint. Uh, yeah. And blew out three of the ceiling tiles. So he, I've always got warm feelings about Warhammer roleplay, explosives. Yeah. And also, I'll tell you something. You know, when you used to go in the science room, 
you know, all those cupboards that were locked up, wouldn't you? Because you would have tripods yeah. in there or bunts and burners or what have you. Yeah. First, first day I went in there for my first role playing experience, we all sat there, it was me, and I was the youngest one, there was a few older kids. And um, he says, he goes to one cupboard, opens it up, and it was full of painted miniatures. And at that time, I'd only ever seen painted miniatures in the window of the local game shop. So it was kind of like, yeah. oh, fuck, you know, you actually got to play with them or whatever. Um, so they looked awesome, they were all painted really well. And then he went to another cupboard and opened it up and got a, a, a defrosted Sarah Lee Gatto, Black Forest what? Gatto, popped it down on the side. And that, what a fucking day that was, boys. Do you oh. know what I mean? It was just like I could have died then and been satisfied. But, yeah, yeah. I love know. Sarah Lee Black Forest. Yeah. Oh, so to answer your question, whoever this Johnny was. Uh, sorry, it was Metalface13 underscore minis. Yeah. Okay, Metal. Well, like you say, Metal Mickey, the answer I've got for you is Warhammer Fantasy Roleplay First Edition, best artwork. Fun times, uh, puberty, pornography, Sarah Lee Gatto. It was a fucking what, Gatto, time, what yeah. a time to be alive. And Wolf right. first edition for me too. Yeah. Good answers. Right. Uh, we've got, next up, we've got Thomas at UFO, Death Cult. Thomas Curry, the Pope of oh. Manchester. Oh, I, the, the mushing priest Iron Pharaoh boxer himself. <laughs> Apple, um, asks, um, you've got a few questions. Um, Sarah. Uh, what's worse, a hardcore kid Punisher or a nerd kid Punisher? I... Um, hardcore kid Punisher, I think. Yes, I totally agree. Yeah. Do you agree? Yeah. It's like a hardcore kid Punisher not only comes with an element of misplaced uh, self-importance, exactly, coolness, and yeah, which uh, yeah, I, I feel that I feel that a, a nerd kid Punisher typically comes from a more innocent place, yeah. and they don't know any better. Yeah, because they don't have the social skills and and things like that. You know what I mean? They're they're just enthusiastic about the thing they're into and they want to ask you about it. That's To me, that's, like you say, it's it's quite sweet in its way. It's fucking annoying, but it's also quite sweet. Whereas a hardcore kid punisher, Uh, they come up and they just, like you're exhausted. Put it in, we've all been in bands. Someone comes up to you and it's great. Hey, good set, man, or terrible set, or whatever it is I'm going to say. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that's and that's fine. But when you start asking me like uh, about the minutiae of the recording on this particular thing or whatever it is, it's like I'm I'm the vocalist in the band. I, I don't care about any of these things. All right, uh-huh. my job is just jump up and down, kind of kind of look cool in photos, and and that's it. All right, you know what I mean? I'm not. Don't bother me with this shit. Um, well, on the on by the same thing though, if some if some hardcore kid came up to me and went. Side by side, seven inch. Immediately, you've got my attention. You know what I mean? That's different because that's not a punisher. That's, that's someone. Shh, that's that's someone. Good, you know what I mean? Describing punisher, just describing yeah. like one of us lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, and we're, and we're fucking well cool. So we're cool as fuck, right? But we're not punishers. I would never dream. Like, I met Tim Pratt. What was that thing we did? We were at a, a um, salute, and I just had a nice yeah. chat with him. I didn't try and punish him. I didn't like go, Tim. Tell me about what was uh, what sort of lighting you were using when you were. I just asked him, "What were you listening to? Tell me about that time you were in the Morbid Angel video. That stuff that's interesting because <laughs> you know what I mean. Um, yeah. Nah, hard, hardcore punishers are the absolute fucking worst because they come with a sense of entitlement as well. Yeah, totally, like totally. they think they think you're on they're on the like, same level as you because hardcore is this great equalizer, isn't it? We're, we're all the same. Like, the people yeah, on the yeah, stage, stage is my stage, yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. But no, no, no. Let's get one thing straight. That's not correct. Um, I am better than you um, because I'm an adult. And look at me. Let those people take votes of me. You're just something nobody schmuck. Um, just remember that next time you try and ask me about why the lyrics of something I wrote don't make grammatical sense, you cheeky cunt. All right? <laughs> don't be blue, Nathan. 
There you go. There you go, Tom. You got your answer. That's a pretty clear and concise answer there. Um, hi. So the next question, um, I, I put the post on Instagram and I used a uh, some artwork for the background and TactFan asked who the artist was. It's uh, it's actually an artist of some Empire fella facing a plague demon. I don't think it's the great unclean one. Uh, just let you know, what mate. Era? It, artwork is uh, sorry. Early, uh, early White Dwarf 100s. It was from White Dwarf 125 and it's by Brian Craig. Okay, no, I, that way I can get a head around what it is. Okay, thank you. So very, it's very good. It's a very atmospheric piece of art. You like that? Um, all right, what we got next? Um, all right, so we've got next vegan or traditional Greg sausage roll. What are we saying, boys? I'll be, I'll be honest, mate. I'm going to go vegan. Two, two. Mixed feelings here, nice. I really like that vegan sausage roll. Like I said, try not to eat too much meat these days, if any at all. So the vegan sausage roll is a pleasure. However, cast your mind back to the first time here, being to a greasy Greg sausage roll. Oh yes. You know what I mean? That's a beautiful flavour. I find the vegan sausage roll an aftertaste that I don't always care for. But um, as long as I've got a Lucas to knock it down with, I'm good. So, yeah, vegan sausage roll. I find find the meat ones a little too greasy. It can be a touch salty as well. Yeah. Like the um, shout-out Conno put me onto the Pound Bakery ones. We don't have Pound Bakery in Hull, but when I live in Leeds... um, I didn't know that. Two for for a quid. And... um, Doing them for pepper, way longer little, than a little, pepper, little peppery, aren't they? Though that's what I, I like them. That's what that's what I like it. That's why that's yeah, what yeah, yeah. over the edge for the the Greg's one. It's got a bit more flavour, a bit of a bit of a, bit of a bite yeah. to it. Don't yeah. think I've ever eaten a pound bakery. Am I missing out? I would, yeah, I would say pop down there, mate. Yeah, it's good. It's good. Well, there's one. There's one yeah. round the corner from the comic uh, from the comic shop. So I'm like, next time I'm in yeah. there for a you know, pick up a. a, a a read. I might pop around and treat myself to a snack as well. Thank you for that. It's on the corner from Travelling Man, isn't it? That's right. Opposite of Greg's, no less. Really? No, I get it, mate. It's good. They've been doing that vegan roll for time before Greg's fucking uh, got on it. These latecomers. Um, all right. Uh, Pe- Pepsi Max or Coke Zero? Zero. Coke Zero, yeah. Zero. We do. I'll be honest. In this house, we do. Ange likes Pepsi Max, so we do. Pepsi Max, but I prefer Dave, Pepsi David. I'm not asking you no, what your wife likes, so I'm asking you what you like. It's the same thing, though, isn't it? Not really. Yeah. <laughs> She's, uh, can, she, can she hear us right now? No. Then you're amongst friends. Tell us what you really think. She probably knows more about RPGs than us three. That's, That's not us. My dog knows my RPG. My dog's sat in more <laughs> fucking games than we have. Probably learned more. He probably has been as many games we have. Um, uh, I'd say, yeah, 100% Kirk's era. It's the one in it. I, I can't remember the last time I had a tin of full fat or felt a need to. I had one. The only thing the only thing I miss is a full-on freezing cold cherry Coke. Oh. That is the fucking oh. beverage. Now you're talking cherry yeah. Coke. I'll tell you something, right? I had a full fat one the other day because I was out and about. and um, What's in the simple just a tin of simply, yeah. I thought I'll have one of those. I haven't had one for a while, and I, I necked it in one fucking go, and it was absolutely oh. glorious. But oh. I can't drink it like I used to drink it. You know what I mean? I used yeah, to like. Yeah. I used to have a six, six pack in the in the fridge wouldn't last a fucking day, mate. I just. Be, well, I know. Tell me about it. Yeah. Obviously, now I'm a lot more mellow. I think it's a lot to do with the fact that I don't drink uh, Coke intravenously like I once did. It. So. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. Next up, <laughs> guess who asked this question? Coolest vampire movies only. Oh, wanker. <laughs> sounds even sounds like Stephen Hupfer to me. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. 
Go on in. Who is I'm it? a vampire draining my will to live. Um, <laughs> so my, my, my favourite vampire is um, the uh, Gary Oldman at the start of the, start of the Coppola Dracula when he's in the... the, uh, in the start of what, sorry? The start of, Dra- sorry, the start of um, Coppola's Dracula. Dracula. Um, oh, so, oh, you were talking about something else for a second there. Dracula. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Excellent. Okay, um, I'm with you. Uh, Dracula at the um, in his when he's in his like red armor, um, looking dude, yeah, you're cool in that. Looking yeah. tough. Yeah, he looks sick. Um, yeah, that's definitely my favorite Dracula. He looks like his armor looks like kind of a musculature, doesn't it? It's quite strange. Like, yeah, yeah. It looks like it's quite like it. It's kind of like organic, like, like, like an exoskeleton in it. Like a, yeah, it's like weird. A, like yeah, it's cool. It's kind of like medieval armor mixed with like muscle mixed with like a Giver suit. Yeah, it's yeah, fucking so, weird, yeah. dude. I also like, like the fact that he does uh, at certain points in the film uh, when he's got his top hat on, he resembles the sort of my dying brother, which is uh, amusing to me. He's wearing, he's wearing a suit made of toilet paper. <laughs> I just realised, you, know you know what his armour does look like? Uh, red licorice. It does, yeah, yeah. It mostly just like it's made out of red licorice rope. You get nothing done, well, you know... You, oh. Chew your own off. I mean, I'm not a big licorice guy, but if you were, that's the that's nuts, isn't it? That's on my. It's cool, man. Um, and what about you two? What's your favorite Dracula? Oh, I'm not favorite Dracula. But my favorite vampire is uh, one William Paxton in the movie Near Dark. Uh, uh, yeah, that, that was to be mine, Severin. Severin, yeah. And I'm sorry, dude. Was that going to be yours? I'll be a different one then. Um, oh, no, 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 no. He's up there. He's up there. I've got a few. Yeah, I think he's cool. He's just... I, I, he's just like a fucking car crash. The dude is just like... Yeah. He's cool. He's got the best lines. He comes in. He's got that kind of just... When you see other vampires, they're always quite sort of like um, noble or these these kind of doomed, tragic figures. He's a guy who's embraced he's just a family a fucking animal and he's just loving life. You know, just he's just a... You know, Come out the best line. It's Bill Pat. Anything Bill Paxton's in is usually brilliant. Anyway, yeah, yeah. But I, I think I think he sort of uh, he took hold of that by the neck. If you're, I think I think um, uh, Lance Hendricks and Jesse Hooker as well. I think it's a cool character. They're all good especially, in it, yeah, especially when they're. Uh, if you look at what's that um, documentary we talked about previously, where yeah, we did where, where he talks about his background of the character yeah. being like from the Civil War and shit, like a Confederate. Yeah, there's uh, loads of cool shit. Yeah. She, um, uh, that thing he plays, uh, Emma back. She's cool. Yeah. I'll tell you something, actually. Um, I was watching on, on a related note, I watched this documentary lot the other week. It took me about three months to get through it because it's really long, but it was like a crowdfunded horror documentary, um, called In Search of Darkness. And it was oh, yeah, about, yeah, yeah. and it was like, yeah. it was like four hours long, which is they could probably should have made it into a TV series, to be honest. But from what I can understand, it was crowdfunded by uh, readers of Fangoria and such who, it basically covered the entire decade from 1980 to 1989 and focused on the films, the ones that were, it's, uh, it's fantastic. It's really, really good. But 1987 was a huge fucking year body for me and you. And I'll tell you for why lost boys near dark and monster squad all came out that year. Okay. Now really? Yeah. Wow. I, when I was watching it, I was like, Holy shit. That must've, that's, Clearly, like we must have been. How old were you? I would have been eleven in eighty-seven. Um, so you'd been twelve. 13, yeah. Um, when I in nineteen eighty-seven, my parents split up. 
uh, I started grammar school and got kicked out. I like everything. My life just went to shit right around 1987. Yeah, yeah, yeah. wrong. And that's when I remember walking down Margate Seafront on my way to see my dad drunk in his flat, and I saw um, the poster for Lost Boys. Okay, and I couldn't get my head around what it was. You know, like the, the face. It just says "sleep all day, party all night." It's fun to be a vampire, and it was like it was the mood. It was the moody face with the um, silhouette of Santa Cruz seafront on the bottom, and I just it, it haunted me because I was like, "What? What is that? That's crazy." And I think all those. I think ninety seven, eighty seven was like a real year for me, where loads of things sort of sunk into my head. That would also oh, have yeah. been the same same year I started playing Warhammer yeah. Fantasy Roleplay. So. Uh, yeah. There you go, big big year for us, I think. Yeah, that's cool. No, anyway, go on. So, what's your what's your best vampire body? Um, I like Kiefer Sullen in Lost Boys. You what? Sorry, Kiefer Sullen. Yeah, absolutely. Sullen in Lost Boys. Yeah, yeah, it's really good. He, he would have been my. He was my first choice, and then I then I thought I think Severin just takes it a little bit because he's yeah, more always, yeah, chaotic. Yeah. But he's fucking Kiefer Sullen's fucking cool, man. Yeah. I love Blade too. Blade's sick. Blade. <laughs> Wesley, Wesley Snipes' Blade. Is to give it its full title. Yes. That is what people commonly you know, refer it to. In I think it, rather than the comic version or the uh, Sticky Fingers from Onyx version. For the Wesley Snipes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You don't want all the listeners to get confused. Yeah, yeah. I like the comic version, right? Yeah, uh, no, I do too, but I think Wesley Snipes really like nailed it. In that. He made it his own. That I mean, that is the pop cut, sort of like when people think of Blade, that's the kind of version they think of. Because before in the comics, it was kind of like a a black exploitation almost character. Do you know what I mean? Totally. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was like your mama, you know, like waving his steak yeah, yeah. around and wearing shades and had a little fro going on and stuff. Um, but I liked it. He was in. It was in Tomb of Dracula. He was an extra in Tomb of Dracula. Tomb of Dracula. Yeah, uh, that's right. Yeah. Because <laughs> people wouldn't have known what I was talking about otherwise. I didn't know. Um, yeah, Marvel. Marvel Wolfman's Tomb of Dracula. Um, you know, um, Sons of Midnight was Blade in that as well, mate. I can't remember. Yeah. You know, yeah, I thought it was. Yeah, yeah, it was basically a crossover where they got all the kind of uh, supernatural or, or eerie characters. Uh, yeah, yeah. You had like Ghost Rider, um, Darkhold. Um, yeah. I think even Doctor Strange might have been it. I don't think. Yeah. Uh, no, Blade was in a was in a comic book, and I, I want to say it was called Night Stalkers. It was like a yeah, team book. Yeah, yeah. Like Van, Van Helsing's daughter or something was in it, and uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was Midnight Suns was like it was a cool. It was very cool actually. They did that. All the covers were like matte, like a matte black finish. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I heard they were actually going to be making like bringing that side of the Marvel universe into the cinema soon. When you know, like that, having that oh, kind of like, really? that whole side of things, so they haven't really explored that yet. Um, oh, no. I know there's been Blade and Ghost Rider movies and stuff, but given the fact they're bringing Blade back and introducing Moon Knight, who is sort of dips his toe into that okay. world. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, you know, it'd be cool if they did, because I like stuff really fucking okay, cool. It's, yeah, it's, is it Morpheus who's in that? It isn't, uh, Morbius, sorry, it's not Blade, it's Morbius, isn't it? Oh, Morbius was the other one, yeah, yeah, Morbius yeah, was the yeah, other yeah, one. Yeah, 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 uh, Doctor Strange, yeah, yeah, Werewolf by Night and... Yeah, exactly, all Blade, that stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. That shit was fucking cool, man. But, um, yeah, so. It would be cool if they did something with it. I always really like Ghost Rider as well. I was a big fan of that. But uh, yeah, when, yeah, whenever totally. they've done a whenever they've done a film or put them on telly, it's always been kind of shit, shit. isn't it? Yeah, yeah. A lot of rubbish. Yeah. Weird, isn't it? Yeah, some things just work better, I guess, in in the format of those kind of seventies inspired kind of schlocky horror comics. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that's quite a difficult vibe to translate onto the screen. Always made me laugh when you see in Lost Boys when he brings out that Destroy All Vampires comic. 
it's not even a real comic, Johnny. You know I mean? <laughs> it's yeah. just a cover. But um, oh, and one one internal page as well. But that vibe, it's a, that all that artwork of that kind of same kind of like, you know vibrant but weird color palette. Yeah, yeah. totally. Because anyway, yeah, it, it's um, Night Stalkers are in the third Blade film, aren't they? They are. That's right. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, yeah. Hannibal King yeah. and all that. Hannibal King, that's his fucking name. I was trying to think what it was just then. Hannibal King and um, uh, what's what's her name? It's about something Van Helsing. Yeah, yeah. I want to say that even maybe even Drake's in it. The uh, the vampire. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think uh, I'm sure he turns good. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Um, what's the next question, Dave? My next question is. Uh, let's have a look. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nate, have you ever been mistaken for J five? <laughs> Who asked me that question? ATC, right? uh, ATC, our friend. But I won't really, I won't get too angry. He's a man who could. I mean, I'm, I know he's a killer. He's a, but he's a trained killer, so I, I'm, I'm not afraid of you, ATC. You know, these are people might quake in fear or. or <laughs> St- try and stifle an erection at your knowledge of camouflage and tactical uh, webware, but I'm not afraid of you. And I'll tell you, yes, I have been mistaken for Jake from Five on number of, numerous occasions. See, I think to- I think he looks more like Dan Mills than you. Excuse me? He does I think Jay from Five looks more like Dan Mills? I don't know which one he looks like. Hang on, let me just I'll just, send you, picture, I'll just spend a, send you a picture on the chat. Have you? I have a look. I've never thought you look like. I I can't see the resemblance. No, so I don't at all. No, excited. maybe. It, Maybe around the eyes a little bit when I've had not had much sleep, but yeah, I, no. I don't see it at all. No, no, I don't see it either. Oh, oh hang on, unless this is a picture of me, and that looks more like you. <laughs> 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 a Chinese version of him. I don't know why. Wow, what is that guy? He looks like a yeah. boiled potato. Yeah, that's mad, isn't it? That that can't oh, be. God, that's, that's, only, that's, who, that's the one who had like the apes and that cut in his hair. Oh, fucking hell, he's not aged well, has he? Fuck me, he looks like a baked potato. Um, yeah, I don't really know Five's works. What was there? Uh, five, what you waited for, and a three and a two, and a fucking shit. was there a rapper? Was there a rapper in the band? They were, I feel, I feel like they were one of the I edgy. Don't, I don't, yeah, I don't, I wouldn't really say a rapper. Yeah, he's a fucking joker, isn't he? This Jay Five will make you get down. Yeah. yeah, yeah, no rapper really, mate. No, okay. I knew there was always one. No, it does say on on Jason Paul J Brown is an English former singer and rapper. Um, oh, there you go. There you go. Let's have a quick look at him. He's actually a little bit older than me. Um, let's see now. Ah, I think he's he's a rich kid. Now, nah, fucking. I can't see it at all. Honestly, I don't know. Okay. I don't. I don't at all. But it's just, it's just people getting a fucking dig in it. So well done. No, well done. ATC, I hope you feel like a big man. Now. <laughs> I hope you feel like a big man now, trying to put me down. All right, I don't, I, I don't care about you, ATC. Move, move from me. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Shout out ATC. Um, <laughs> right, next we've okay, got. Um, what, what was our favourite curries? But... Oh, did you? Well, then he's redeemed yeah. himself. Oh, you can, you can have oh, yeah, his cheap was, shot. Was, he can yeah, have his cheap shot. All right, next we've got Simon Paul Thomas asking if we've done, oh God, if we've done any hobby stuff you've been putting off as a result of lockdown. This is one for for Paolo and Connor. I don't know, I think think we have, but... but Not Nate has, because he's done his, he's he's finished his RPG. 
I finished my RPG. I've played some games, but lads, but I've actually got some a, a genuine big piece of news coming for you today. I bought some new brushes, and they arrived today, and I'm going to paint some models tomorrow. Oh my god! I know. Just just had the inclination. I was like, you know, I've got a few. Oh, that's weird. A few little models kicking about. Like I've I started like I don't know eighteen months, two years ago. I thought, you know, I've done my jobs. I've done the DIY around here. So I'm gonna have a little afternoon to myself and try and get back to having a little paint because it's quite. I can find it quite calming sometimes. Yeah, it lasts like, about forty minutes. Yeah, exactly. I know. I'll get one coat on and then that'll be it for like another yeah. like eighteen months or whatever. Woo-hoo! Tired. Uh, trying to move on to do something else, but a but, twist though. I wasn't expecting that. I know, right? Crazy. So, what are you going to paint first? What are you going to paint? I've got um, like a wood elf ranger that I customized. I did a, I, by my own estimation, I did a pretty good job of turning it into like a D and D, a more D and D figure than a, it was a Warhammer one. That I just like cobbled together bits and pieces, put them on a cool base, like built up with cork and stuff. And I started doing it in like an autumnal sort of color, you know, rather than a traditional green and brown. It's just more like kind of reds and sort of like a, a tans, that kind of color. Um, so I, I kind of want to finish that off because I, I started it and it was looking all right, to be fair. Um, and I came across it when I was moving some stuff around upstairs. I thought, oh, we might have another crack at that. So there you go. It'll probably only be one model and that'll probably be enough for me. But the the the, the uh, hunger is there to have a little dabble. Yeah, I think we've done quite a bit of, like, not stuff as in building stuff, but, you know, we've, we've managed to play a few games and stuff and yeah. tick off a few things we've been talking about for doing for a while. So Absolutely. I think, I think we've been... Quite active. Yeah. I mean, yeah, we we got we we cracked on with Shadow and once lockdown started. So that was the yeah the facilitator for that or the motivation for that. So yeah, you're right. Actually, I guess yeah, we've everyone's done pretty more RPG. We can do stuff over Discord as well, which we didn't or Google Hangouts or whatever, which we were always a bit like hesitant about doing, weren't we? But yeah, a bit reluctant about it. But it you know it worked out, and uh, I, I think like as well. One of the other things I wanted to do is. I want to start like a bit of a brain smashing session at some point, you know, over Google um, Hangouts or what have you, about sort of working on one of these some of these ideas we've got sort of booting around for the, for the next project. So I think um, I think we've all been quite active, to be quite to be quite honest. So well, very active. We're an active bunch, aren't we? At, very like active. Jogging. Always like jogging and stuff like that. Uh, I will put I will put that question though. I'll. And it's one of the ones to Paolo and Connor for their next episode as well. I mean, yeah, they might. They've probably done more in the traditional sense of like painting and doing that stuff. But I mean, any any mug can do that. Real creatives like ourselves, you know, we do the brain work that you so you people can have things to play from a higher level, don't we? In it, fuck's sake. I mean, you, what, you think these things just dream themselves into existence, Simon? Get a fucking grip. <laughs> Paint with words, don't we? Yeah, <laughs> he's, he's, he's one of them creatives, though, isn't he? You know, what I mean, he's like a drawer in that. Oh, is he? A mind man. <laughs> All right, next 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 couple of, <laughs> next couple of questions. I think are going to be another couple for Paolo and Connor. All right, first is thoughts on out of the box RPGs like Descent, Mice and Mistocks mysteries. I don't even know what these things are. <laughs> I don't know what Mice and Mysteries is. Yeah, don't know what new is. You know what? You know what? I'm gonna say, let's just send this one to Paolo and Connor. Let's not insult this man with a. The answer, which barely even makes sense. Yeah, yeah. That was mediocre good. answer. Yeah. More, yeah, like that... board, more like board games, I think. Rather than anything that yes. I don't know what you're thinking. No, oh, because I don't know anything like about dungeon, them. Like a dungeon crawl. Right. Are you sure? You get Call of Cthulhu boxes and stuff like that. Yeah. 
I think it's more <laughs> like those <laughs> good answer for kind of, um, yeah. you know, like uh, Do you know what as well. I think it's mice and mystics, mystox, mystox. <laughs> yeah, I was just going to also say again. It's like a, it's like a um, monopoly version of role playing. Is it like mousetrap the board game. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. What you thought? What you thought? Yeah, some, um, the narrative element. It's like um, Buckaroo and narrative element. Uh, it's, <laughs> yeah, what, what's the motivation? What's the motivation to load this uh, mule up with uh, tools and uh, packaging and, uh, and whatnot? It, it's you know, it's a scathing, uh, like a moral story about the man's uh, inhumanity to animals and so on. Um, don't even get me started on Kaplunk. I'll tell you what, though, the models in Mice and Mystics are kind of cool. They're like a mouse guard or some shit. I wouldn't play it, but I like I, I like the concepts and everything. Um, but, uh, yeah, I'll tell you again. what I like. That mouse has got a big fuck-off hammer. He looks yeah, cool. Yeah. yeah, he does, doesn't he? Yeah. Good I don't. Oh, I play yeah. Mice and Mystics, yeah. Nice. I'm gonna for, I'm gonna forward that question on to um our our, our colleagues. I think Paolo. I think Paolo's got this. Paolo loves some of those sort of games, but he never yeah, plays yeah, them. He never plays them. Yeah. Can you imagine playing yeah. a board game with Paolo? If his fucking skills on the internet, like trying to, <laughs> I can't even imagine playing a video game with him because it'd just be like I feel like Pong would be a stretch for him. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But, yeah totally. Playing a board game, he could sit there scratching his head and looking baffled, and his face would go all red. And he'd be like, oh, I don't know. Uh, no, you wouldn't even he'd be sat across the table, and you wouldn't be able to see his face because all you'd be able to see is his fucking <laughs> eyes. Because <laughs> <laughs> he, 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 he goes, What are you doing, pal? Why are you down there? Because it's a tabletop game, isn't it? So, like, he'd be looking <laughs> <laughs> peering across a fucking tabletop. Um, no, I don't think I'll ever play that with, with you, Paolo. Thanks all the same. How about you finish painting my fucking Nemesis the Warlock figures, though? <laughs> <laughs> Easy fucker. In a piss take. It's not even like he's fucking working. Next question is another one we're not going to be able to answer, I don't think. It's from Mad Moses, and he's asking for our favourite one-page dungeon. I didn't get what that meant. Um, I'll say what my favourite my favorite one-page yeah. dungeon is the one in your mum's basement, Mad Moses. That's my favourite dungeon. <laughs> How about that? Ask me a silly question. Next. I don't think it's a silly question to a to a podcast no, that seems to be about RPGs. Not even know what this, <laughs> this even is. No, Thank it's you. an absolute... Moses, I didn't mean that at all. I'm, you're a wonderful person. I'm a big I'm fan. It's an actual thing. I've just Googled it. Of course it is. I just don't know about it. You don't know anything. I don't know about it because I'm fucking idiots. <laughs> I'm mad, Moses. Don't get mad, Moses. <laughs> don't be blue, Peter. <laughs> um, yeah, again, sorry, Mad Moses. We've ne- none of us have ever played the one-page dungeon, um, so I will forward that on to our colleagues. What? What is it? What's a one-page dungeon? Assuming it's like a, it's a, it's a map, it's like a little story that's just on one page, like an like a little adventure. Send one to the oh. Hang on, I'm having a look now. I would send Eight. it to that chat board because it slows the fucking thing down. Hold on, I've sent it to WhatsApp. Oh, I've been alright, but. Sec, I do have a favorite. Um, oh, here we go, Admiral Clapper, the Crimson Tide Tower. You play a heroic warrior called Tampon. No, <laughs> <laughs> it's 
tampon. Blood magic. <laughs> An yeah. actual thing. I, I do have a favourite one. You the worst role-playing people ever. Speak for yourself. I just, I mean, who, I don't adventure in one dungeon when I can adventure through five. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, totally. I do actually, I do actually, I do actually own a one-page dungeon. I've just played it. Um, our friend um, of Dungeon Punks, Jay Edward Scott, very talented, very, very talented artist. Oh, um, is he the one who's going to do the stuff for our other thing? Yeah, when it eventually happens, he did right. one which I have. We just obviously because we don't really play very much. Called the Temple of the Bloody Faced Mage. Um, oh yeah, 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 been there. <laughs> yeah, in Salford. Um, yeah, really well illustrated. It falls out from this little square into this like full. It's the two sided. Um, I don't know if it's still available, but check him out. It's J underscore Edward underscore Scott on Instagram. Um, yeah, he does absolutely amazing stuff. I'm hoping he's going to illustrate some stuff for us one day. And he does a comic called The Blade of uh, Arizona, which is also really good. So check him out and check his one page dungeon out. Excellent. Can't found out about something new, haven't we? That into a proper answer, didn't I? Well, well done. Pretty fucking went and did it. Turned it around. Um, right, last question, really. Last one. Um, another one we're not going to be able to answer. This is from Chris Collar. Um, previous Dungeon Punks guest. Um, Hard in the Streets creator. Um, do you think the future of gaming, both RPG and miniatures, is moving towards generic rules? you think the sensible miniature gamers are moving towards co-op games with objectives instead of just two players facing off? I wish, I wish that was the truth. I wish that, I wish that that's what people were doing in games, were playing objective games, as opposed to my army's going to batter your army. I find it much more interesting when, to play. Like when we've been playing Spectre, having like a, almost like a role-play element of do it. Well, that's what it used to be, isn't it? I find that much more engaging. That's what it used to be when there was a narrative element. If, certainly for Warhammer, you had like a, a gaffer, didn't you? you? Had like a, a DM in the middle of it who provided like a, a narrative element having, or whatever. Yeah, just having like a like an actual story to it. Like that time when we went to Warhammer World, you know, we had that apocalypse game. They brought that story. Oh, wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> that was a bad <laughs> idea. That's what, that's what I think that's what finished me off, to be honest. But. It didn't even last then. <laughs> To laugh about it was stroke a genius, mate. <laughs> the, the narrative element, you, no, you did. He did another narrative, he did a thing called um, that was on a planet of Gethsemane. I remember it. Yeah. That was the that was the basis for something that I didn't end up going to. Yeah, but I remember you writing it and I thought it was cool. Yeah, it was a cool, yeah, it's a cool, cool thing. I definitely think like you can do good stuff with uh, yeah, narrative based uh, 40k campaigns and stuff like that. That's um. You get more into it, didn't you? You get more into it if you think there's like a kind of if there's a story or something. If it's just like you having a war of attrition with some other dick, like you know, no, mate, it's boring. But I'm not sure um, about I'm not sure I'm not sure about generic rule sets. I like that stuff, like um, like you were saying, Dave, Dungeon Core Classics, where these virtually like where it's real rules light. I like that. I like Paolo, like the, the way Dave ran Hellboy out. It was like say rules light, rules non-existent. I'll like that, I like that. Just a co cooperative storytelling experience. Yeah, absolutely. Actual like in mechanics, sort of thing. You know, I, I don't want a quiz I'm playing a role playing game. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's not a fucking quiz, is it? You want you want to have a laugh and tell a story, don't you? And like, 
it's not university challenge, is it? You know what? I think it is. I think this is it, right? If you look at the way things have gone with Warhammer, and also the audience you get between a role-playing game and a war game are very different. Very different sorts of people. People think it's all the same, but it's not at all. There's a real distinction, I think. You get the middle ground, and there's always going to be some people who have, you know, dip their toes into both. But the people who are quite... Uh, you get a lot of creative spirits with um, RPGs, whereas you, over on the other side, you get a lot of people who like structure and rules. Yeah, yeah. And that's why they're fielding big armies. And that's why I take this vested interest in having the, uh, you know, the break, the weapons profiles and the breakdowns and things like that. Um, and I, I, I think those people, I'm generalizing there completely, but I think a lot of them are very resistant to change. Here's the game. Here's how I like to play it. I bought my army. This is the rule set I play. Anything else is bollocks. That's the vibe I've often got from that. Like, you know, I remember talking to someone at Warhammer World once and they were talking on about like, yeah, they bought this thing, this thing for their army. I was like, why don't you just fucking proxy and put something else in that looks cooler. That was it. He'd got a miniature and he didn't like the model for it. And I said, well, just proxy something else and it looks fucking cooler or whatever. It's it's more in in line with what you were thinking. He goes, oh, I can't, can't do that. It won't be legal. Fuck. Do you know what I'm saying? I was just like, no, my brain doesn't work that way, man, at all. It's just like if something don't work, bin it off and do do something else. But that's my thought on it. You know, I think a lot you of it is get, quite... There is, there is that element of people who want to win role-playing games as well, though. Yeah, maybe. You get that as well. There is like a competitive... You get competitive D&D players and stuff like that. Definitely do. I, I don't get it, but you do get it. It, we don't, it's not the kind of people we would play with, is it? That's why. So I mean, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Hey, yeah. I've seen them at trial by when we do trial by dice. You still you see them there. What do you it's mean? A way of playing. There, there is people who play like that. It's the way I play, I know people who play like that. I'm not naming names, but go on. Who? What? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I mean. It goes back to this. All of this always boils down to the same thing for me. Play with people who are on the same fucking page. If you know, I was talking to these guys the other night, the people I play advanced fight fantasy with, um, and they were telling me about a player they had in um, in their party or for a previous game they'd run. I think it was called Middlelands or something was the game. Anyway, whatever it was called, they had this fella who was in their game group who quite literally wouldn't interact with npcs wouldn't do any of these things that you know you'd get you'd be thrown a bone and he would not act upon it he would basically do anything he could to seemingly make the game more fucking difficult and i i said to him i was like well what did you kick him out of the game oh no we all just sort of we put up with it for about six months and and we hoped that he would lose interest in the game and i just went no 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 i said this is the difference between you and me i'm not going to do that you know what i mean if someone is there like doing that sort of thing i know it's someone who's basically acting like a sociopath. Do you know what I mean? Who's oh, like yeah, just yeah. ruining that whole thing. You'd just be like, this is not the game for you, man. Do you know what I mean? Jog on a little bit. But it just it baffled me that they wouldn't even entertain it. They were just like, oh, no, we'd, we'd rather do something, you know, we'd rather sort of tough it out. As it turns out, there was a sort of a side story that I got from those guys who said that, um, turns out he had like massive psychological problems and... <laughs> That was, he was basically like like a fucking maniac in many respects um, who, who ended up um, unleashing a virus onto his um, works computers and getting fired. Um, oh. So he was definitely, you know, 
a bit, a bit odd, if you like. But um, yeah, but it just seems to me like if you're not having fun with the people you're playing with, fuck it off and do something else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 100%. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know about I don't know about um, generic rule sets and stuff like that. Like, uh, so it's such a hard thing because I, I I can't understand people playing these games based on rule sets. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. I, I'd be happy for everything to have one rule set and you used to play and stuff. You know, well, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. like like Yeah, in the eighties, that was a big. And like Palladium, or like the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles stuff, and all yeah. that kind of stuff. All had one rule system that ran through, you know, Ninja Super Spies and all that. I had one system that ran through all the games. And what's the one? Rifts is it? That's like more of an American one that I've never really played, but but you could just reskin it to the setting totally. of your fucking, or you know, the, the IP or whatever of, of your yeah. of your preference, um, which would probably suit us down to the ground, to be quite honest. But um, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It's, I mean, even when I've been, I was thinking about this when I was writing this thing I've been working on. Uh, I put stuff in it because I like to think, you know, I, I assume that people who, who might buy it would be like us, you know, would, would take our approach to how we play things. But then I realized that that's not always the case. So well, you've got to cater for both, haven't you? Yeah. Yeah, you've got to cater for Like, I can't have someone, I hate to break it down to something as commercial as this, but I can't have someone buying a product from me and they're going to look at it and go, this is all just. Where's the mechanical yeah, element to yeah, it? Yeah. It needs a bit of crunch to it. Where's so the stat box? Yeah. 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 So it's all the stat box, all those things. There's magic items. There's, there's stuff in there. I try to cater it for for people like us, but also people who like a bit of crunch to, to yeah, what they're so. doing. And at the end of it, I've just put like little outcomes. So people, there is a shorthand for people like us who can just go, right, I don't want to read all that shit. What's yeah. it? What, what we're trying to do here? Right, that's fine. Cool. Yeah. You know, and you, and you can sort of make your own way to the next bit. As long as you get to the next bit, it doesn't really matter how you get it. it doesn't matter to Absolutely. me. I don't give a shit. You know, it's um. So oh, that's, yeah. that's yeah, yeah. I mean, that's. I suppose you know, it's just finding that little bit of middle ground, isn't it? But Gordon Bennett, yeah. that was that was the hard part, writing all the fucking the crunchy stuff. Was that boring, was that. And, yeah, that that took ages. Ages. No. And like you know, you just because I know so I know full well that someone's going to go. Well, I wanted to introduce this character in the prison, right? And there wasn't a stat block for them. So <laughs> anyone else would just go get fucking a random stat block out of a monster manual or something. But anyway, enough of my gripes. We're at the bottom of the uh, bottom of the list. I think we're done. Obviously, to everyone who provided a subpart answer to, we'll uh, we'll forward them over to our colleagues for processing, and they'll provide you with some actual information. Excellent. Yes. Thank you very much to everyone for your questions. Always, always good to uh, speak to our uh, public. You know what I mean? It's good to mingle with them once in a while, isn't it? The proles. The proles. <laughs> yeah, I guess the other, you, you the little the people. Who, someone's just showed up in the chat. If I. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, fuck it, there he is. Can we get a little cameo? little cameo from the, uh, yeah, the BG. Yeah, it's completely just turned up. <laughs> Hey, up. There he, there he is. is. His mic's off, though. Muted, though. <laughs> <laughs> we were just talking about you. We were. Oh, that's spooky. We, we're keeping this. We're keeping this podcast pretty short. So I'm. I'm, I'm going to just ask you a couple of questions. Um, what did you have for tea? Me? Yeah, we've already done us, you dickhead. We've been here for an hour. I, I had a, uh, some Vegeta wraps. Oh, nice. nice. What did you put in them? What kind of was it? It was like it was like like Mexican chicken, 
uh, like some peppers, some onions, and then I put some cheese on top, and then put some like uh, Nando's Peronese on. Very yeah. nice, very nice. It was lush. It was. It was good. Have some rice um, for that, mate. No, I, I curry for I curry for dinner, so I didn't want to over rice today. You know what I'm saying? Over rice, fucking You don't want to over rice the system. Yeah. Um, I had some. Uh, I had some homemade kima by uh, Made of Stone. It was good as fuck. Really. Yeah, that's good. Peas, mate. Yeah, I made it yesterday. Sort of peas. Mark. Um. Okay. Um. What's your What's been your top lockdown snack, Connor? Um. Top lockdown snack. I've been liking. Um. Blue ribbons is a shout. I actually had a few of them, but they, they were the Aldi versions, which weren't as good, obviously. But fruit winder. Oh, yes. Okay, Yeah, fruit winders are good as fuck. Oh, well, you know what's annoying fruit with the fruit winder? winder? You know when you accidentally buy the fruit winders that split into two. A fr- yeah, that's hang annoying. on a minute, a fruit winder. What is this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, nah, fruit winders are good. Been around for a long time now. Oh, I don't know what that yeah, is. Yeah, one of you. It's one of you five a day as well. Is it? Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't think I've ever heard of that fruit winder. No, if you get the fruit winder that's split into two, it's actually two of you five a day. Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> you know, like a little hack for you, a little life hack. What else? Connor, Pepsi Max or Coke Zero? Gotta go Pepsi Max, especially cherry or raspberry. Wow, surprising there, but I'm with you on Pepsi Max cherry, mate. Another level, that in it. Yeah. Drinking marzipan, it. Whoa. <laughs> oh, you what? He used to call marzipan marzipam. <laughs> <laughs> until about one, until about one year ago, when I was correcting. I used to call blue ribbons. Ribbons, not ru- blue ribbons. I thought. Yeah, so ribbon. did I. No, so did I. I mean, today. That, that seems reasonable enough because ribbon <laughs> is a word, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Marzipan is not a word. It's made up. No, marzipan is definitely not a word. You go to the shop and ask him for where the blue ribbons were. <laughs> I think that's what Aldi's called, though, to be fair. Riband. That's so weird. I always like to call ribbons. That's fucking weird. Well, no, because a blue ribband is like, it's, it's a oh, yeah. mark of quality, isn't it? It's like oh, saying yeah, this is some top of the pop shit. Do you know what I'm saying? It's like having an OBE or something. Yeah, totally. Yeah. All right, Connor. Two more. Um, vegan or traditional Greg sausage roll? Uh, vegan and less oily. Shout See? Um, he knows. Say, Greg's Old Pound Bakery vegan sausage roll. Hmm. Let's see. That's a hard one because you can get two pound bakery ones for the price of one Greg's one. So if I was actually if it was the Greg and the pound bakery next to each other, I'd go pound bakery. Pound bakery ones, because I'm greedy. Pound bakery ones are a bit short though, so it's not like getting double, is it? Yeah, but it feels like you're getting double though yeah. in my brain. Yeah, yeah, get you. You're making you're you're making your money go further, aren't you? That's exactly exactly. Uh, t- two of them is still me bigger than one Greg's. Isn't Think it? about this, Dave. If you get if you get two Greg sausage rolls, you get four pound bakery sausage yeah. rolls. If you, that's, that's madness. If you were trying to do a buffet, get loads more people, <laughs> wouldn't you? Exactly. Yeah. If you extrapolate from there. All right, last question, Connor. Last question, and possibly the most important one of all, it's the best curry. Best curry. At the moment, for me, I'd, I'd say before I, I started eating meat again, it was Bombay potatoes, but now I've started eating meat, it's chicken tikka masala. You can't really go wrong with it. Sick of it. So. Yeah, it's a bit of a, a bit of a tap water choice, but it's fucking nice. So, what are your thoughts on uh, garlic chili chicken, Connor, from my Indian it's from Indian spice? Oh, it's, it's an absolute bollocks burner. It is, but it's absolutely delicious. That you... I do prefer the lasagna from your your take on. Uh, your... <laughs> <laughs> wow, wow! <laughs> How funny is that? We were even I even mentioned that earlier on. You know, fucking hell. 
My, if that was my exact comment, I said it looked like a shit lasagna. Um, oh, what a time. Okay, is that it? We're done. Thanks for popping in, Connor. I love a little guest. Yeah, I'll leave you to it. Jump on the feet, Connor. Tell that. Bye. Kiss, kiss, goodbye. Bye. All right, then, boys. Thanks for joining us. Thanks to all the listeners. Thanks. I hope everyone's staying safe during lockdown. Don't be a fucking idiot. I know the government sucks and all that, but follow the advice. Don't be a fucking dildo and fucking turn one hour exercise into fucking four hours at Meadowall or something. Um, <laughs> if, if you choose to spend this time right doing those things like going to meadow hall or whatever it is you're doing you fucking you suck i'm sorry man but like when are you ever going to get time off like this again i know it's bad and people are like you know people on to jobs and stuff but as an adult you are never ever going to have this much time to yourself again if i ever hear an adult a parent or whatever it is in time to come, saying, "Oh, I just haven't got time." I'm moaning about something. I'll remind you of the time you went, you lived through a fucking plague, and you did sweet FA. There you go. There you go. Fucking, I'm sick of you. Shut the fuck up. Do something creative. Idiot. Right, done. Hopefully, good way to sign off. No, I, I get so annoyed, Dave. You know this. I like. Thank you. Know what I'm saying, I've got loads of stuff done. I'm not saying it's I'm, I'm fucking brilliant or anything like that, but, you know, use the time you've got because you ain't going to get it again. Mm. Get a whole loaf of bread. When else are you going to get time to do it? I'm going <laughs> to grow a loaf of bread, which I'm then going to eat and grow another one. All right? That's that's what I'm going to do. My bread garden is coming. <laughs> We're done there. So take yeah, care. Take care, everyone. Yeah, we'll bye. See you on, the next, uh, on the next Dungeon Punks podcast. Bye. Good dance. <laughs> Good dance. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Kings, 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 kings. <laughs> have to do that uh, Craig Lee thing. Right, I'm on it. Craig, do one. Craig, oi, Craig. Craig, do the fuck off, lad. Fuck off.